What is up, everybody? It is Saturday, September 17th. It is the eve of week two. This is your Daily Dog Take. I am Jacob, your host at Roachism 13, joined by the amazing Mr. Casey Kinneman over at Dog Pound Daily as well. We are ready to rock here uh, for your week two NFL picks. We're going to go head to head. I lost last week so uh, to Randy Gersey, so I did donate $20 to his favorite charity, um, Casey and I are going to go head to head. Casey so graciously has agreed to put the $20 on the line. So either way, we'll be helping a cause. Uh, let's just see which one of us has to pony up the dough <laughs> and, and where it's going to go. Um, guys, check it out. If you're ready, you need another Victory Monday shirt. You need to get more Browns gear. Check out Homage. I'll put a link in the description down below or in the comments if you're watching this on Twitter. I think Homage, the best part about Homage shirts, in my opinion, is they're the softest in the in the in the market like i sleep in those things they're just so they're i i I made this joke the other day but it was i was serious like i mean it is a i could just put it on just to sleep in it it's that comfortable like besides all the awesome stuff they just got the nick chubb uh nfl blitz shirt which i just ordered my victory monday shirt so the nick chubb blitz shirt is is next casey how you doing tonight man doing good man doing good i appreciate you having me on looking forward to chopping it up and talking some ball I, I love going through these because, you know, we and, and, and you do the same thing, I know, as me, you know, appearing on Sports for CLE and writing all these articles and stuff. We're so Brown-centric that I do enjoy having this opportunity to sit down and look across the league because I try my best um, to keep up with as much as I can. So I watch the primetime games if I can, and which really helps because you get such, you get, because all the teams have got to play what a Thursday. I think they're required. Everybody has to play one. So you get an opportunity if you watch Thursday's games to see everybody once at least. Um, and I try to watch the other, the primetime games and stuff, but I am going to Cleveland, uh, for this game. I will be at the home opener, so I will not be able to again, probably watch the afternoon slate of games and I'll just have to come back home and see how I did on the picks, which is what happened last week. You can always scoreboard watch at the stadium. That's always fun. I do love that uh, too, because they put up some decent highlights at halftime, like Mm -hmm. depending, although Joe Thomas is being inducted into the ring of honor this uh, for this game. And I didn't realize that until a couple days ago. And I'm like, Oh, I'm even more excited to be up there. Yeah. um, I got one of my buddy went to uh, you remember the game when they gave out those bobbleheads, they were remembering his 10,000 consecutive yeah. snaps. My buddy actually went, went to that game. Cause it was against the, um, I can't remember who it was against. Never mind. I was thinking it was against the giants, but that's not true. But he was a, he's a giants fan. Went up with some friends of his. He actually got a, an extra bobblehead while he was up there and he brought one to me and it's on my desk and it's, oh, that's dope. That's like, what it is one of those things nice. where you're just like, Oh, you know, you want to yeah. weird. You're like, you thought of me. All right, Casey, thing I saw at halftime, I went to a game yeah. and I saw Jim Brown at halftime oh. back in uh, 2013. They were playing the Bills on a Thursday night, yeah. and they brought Jim in, and it started to rain at halftime, right? But because Jim was on the field, nobody went to the restroom. Nobody went and got <laughs> snacks. Hot dogs just stayed packed. I'm sure it's going to be similar for Joe. You know, you guys, yeah. not a lot of bathroom breaks at halftime for that. No, no, that's that's a oh they're going on defense, uh, but they're playing really well. I won't miss anything. That's what yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get. You, you just hold it. You just hold it in. All right, man. Let's start at the top. I'm just gonna go in the order that Google has it when I click on there, and we'll talk about the Browns and the Jets at the end, and, and kind of go a little bit more in, in, into this one. This is an interesting one because of injuries and the way Week One went, and that's the Patriots and the Steelers. Like looking at this game. Um, last week, I probably would have picked it differently than this week. 
Um, I'm and, and me and Randy talked about this, and I'll get your opinion on it as well. I'm not that high on the Patriots. Like, I do not think they're this – I don't think they're a playoff team. I think they're a 7-8 win team that will compete with a lot of players – or a lot of other teams, but I'm really, I'm, I really think like we talk about the Browns getting to six, right? That's that magic number while Watson's yeah, yeah. gone, and I think this could be where one of the six comes when the when the Browns play the Patriots later on. Um, the Steelers without T.J. Watt, I watched some of those highlights and I had to turn it off because I just don't. The Steelers' offense is it's Brutal. bad, and I don't like yeah. the Patriots. But I'm going to take the better coach and maybe the better quarterback. And I'll and I'll take the Patriots. I don't, I don't like that though at all. Yeah, I uh, have the same feelings as you. I have these are bad to mediocre teams with great head coaches. Yep. You know what I mean. So that's the way I look at it. Um, this this pains me to say this this sentence out loud. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. <laughs> the Steelers take this. Uh, it's going to I. I I think it's just the Steelers' defense. I think if you look at all the units combined, I think the greatest one involved in this is the Steelers' D, and I think that'll pull them over the finish line. Ugly game, first one to 20 wins. That's what I was going to say. You think they get above 20? Like you uh, think anybody does? No, it's a defensive touchdown or something. You know, I think it's going to be one of those. Yeah. And, that, and those games can be fun every once in a while, you know. But I'll be at yeah, the game, yeah. so I don't have to worry about it. No, nope, don't have to worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that one. All right, the interesting one, the Panthers and the Giants. I thought this one was really interesting. I picked the Giants last week uh, to beat the the Titans more so because I didn't like the Titans than I liked than me liking the Giants in that matchup. Um, I just I'm thinking about it. So you know, when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking about it from what would I have thought last year coming off of a loss with Baker Mayfield if he was healthy. What would I think going into this game? Because that's what Pan- the Panthers are—the 2019 Browns, in my opinion. But the, we can have that conversation for another day. My buddy would be very, very mad at me because he called uh, Coach Dable the Balls. Now, just so you know, that's his nickname. It's the Balls. Okay. Um, all right. I still all right. don't like Daniel Jones at all, and yeah, I will yeah. take—I'll take Baker Mayfield. I'll take the Panthers. Yeah, I'm—I'm—I I'm, I like Dable a lot. I like I like him. Um, I think he's a good coach. I think he's a better coach than Matt Rule. But I'm taking the talent in this one, which I think lies on the Panthers' side. I think this is the Panthers' game. It's also Baker coming off a loss. This is in uh, this is in New York, I believe. This is yep. a road game for the Panthers. I just yep. think they have the more overall talent. I, I just see them coming together. I will be interested to see how they deal with Saquon Barkley. He went off last week. They didn't do a good job at all stopping our run game. So that could tilt the balance. But I will take the Panthers. That's true too, because Barkley looked like Barkley, man. Like, I, and, and my buddy, one of my best friends, uh, is a big Giants fan. Like, I, like I'm the aforementioned fan that brought me the, the bobblehead. He's a Giants fan. And he told me he goes, "I'm ready to make some definitive after Week One statements." <laughs> and he said, "Barkley's back, baby." And I said, "All right, all right I like that." Now you got the Colts who ended up with a tie, uh, which I still think should be illegal, but whatever. Um, I get, I get it. We can't have football for like six straight hours. It would just be a terrible idea. It would be not for us, but for them. So the Colts and the Jaguars, I picked the Jags last week, kind of thinking that I like Peterson a lot. Uh, but I saw some crazy stat that in the last 17 starts, Trevor Lawrence has thrown 10 touchdown passes and that just, I guess I didn't realize it. I knew it was bad, man. Like yeah. I just, I just didn't realize it was like that bad. 
So I look at it and I'm just I'm I know there's some injuries for the Colts on defense. I just I don't think they lay another egg. I'll have to take the Colts, but I I, I don't I don't like it very much. See, for me, this game comes back to week 17 of last year. The Colts go down there and get embarrassed. You know, like there, there's no way they haven't circled this one. They might have overlooked the Texans because of this game. You know, I think that might be possible. I think they go down. I think they beat the Jags handily. Okay. Vegas has this kind of close. I think this is a three-point game for the Colts yeah. maybe. Yeah. I, man, I would hammer that. I think I think the Colts run all over them. I think that this is going to be a revenge game. They have a better quarterback than they had last year. They have the same, you know, Jonathan Taylor running wild. And uh, and, and I like Doug Peterson myself. I, I think he's a good head coach, and I think they're they're, they're ascending. But I just think the Colts are going to be too much for him. I, I, I think uh, that if you go back and you ever want to watch a game, like I know it's a team sport, and you say, well, no one person can really lose you games all the time. Carson Wentz lost that game last year. Like that was – He was awful. Was, he yeah. lost several games for them last year where like – yeah. If you look at just rosters, you subtract the quarterback rosters. Mm-hmm. I think the Colts are up there. I think the Eagles are up there. Mm-hmm. There's some really good rosters if you take the quarterback out of the equation. The Colts are in that boat, and now they have a guy who's not going to lose you games. Ryan, yeah. Matt Ryan might not go out there at this stage of his career. and You might not win because of him week in, week out, but you're not going to lose because of him. So. They'd been in the playoffs last year with him in week, week 18 in that final oh, yeah. game over Carson Wentz. He wouldn't have done those things. Okay, so this one's interesting with the Dolphins and the Ravens um, because I looked at some of these stats for the Ravens and then kind of dug deeper, and I don't have, like, specific stats in front of me. Like, I was looking at the PFF data, and I was talking Mm -hmm. with the boys at the Jetsway podcast that have been on my show the last couple of days previewing the Jets' uh, offense and defense. You can find those episodes on YouTube if you want to see them. And they were talking about, like – you know, bottling up that Ravens rush attack in that if you go and watch that, a lot of those plays that were made by the Ravens were similar to the plays that the Panthers made in terms of like some bad broken coverages and some bad, really bad defensive snaps that resulted in these massive plays that helped the Ravens. It sounds like J.K. Dobbins is not going to play again. I can't remember. I can't remember for sure if he's just questionable or if he's out yet. Um, I just saw it, and I, I can't believe I've already forgot what I just saw yeah. like twenty minutes ago. But that is, if they can't get the running attack going now, I don't know. Like the Jets' defensive line is better than people think. Sheldon Rankin, Rankins, and Quinnen Williams, and Carl Lawson, and uh, Jermaine Johnson over there. So I'm not sure the Dolphins' front can replicate it but this one's going to be really really interesting to monitor and i'm going to go completely out of left field and i think i think this is a two uh like flash in the pan game where he comes out and just plays out of his mind after some of the things that have been said about him leading up to week one and then in week one because he had some and don't get me wrong i think a lot of the things that have been said about him are fair but I think it's one of those games, just like with Baker. Like Baker will have those games too, where a lot of shit will be said about him in the in the press and in the media, and he'll just come out and just blow everybody out of the water, and it might not be sustainable. And I think that, and I was um, what's ESPN's writer for the uh, Ravens, um, Jamison Hensley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just saw him talking that they're going into this game with their top four corners either hurt or not mm-hmm. playing. 
So like Peters is out, hasn't played since 2020. Uh, Fuller's out for the year. Uh, Humphrey's banged up. It just has a mess, a recipe for the Dolphins upsetting them on the road, and I'll take the Dolphins. God, I'm having deja vu all over again. <laughs> I know that what the Dolphins do, they they blitz, and that, that, if you put pressure on Lamar, that's how that's how you actually get to them. And if you think back, they they had that game in Thursday night last year where the Dolphins took it to them. You know. Yep. I got. I'm taking the Ravens. I don't. I don't. I God, it sucks saying that out loud. I gotta take the Ravens on this one. I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be an ugly game, and I think they win ugly games. Um, they do. Probably, I don't trust Tua. You know yeah. what I mean? And he could prove me wrong. But that whole spiel I heard this week about him saying, "Hey, if I can't see the receivers, if they can't see me, I can't see them." And you know, it's, like, it's weird, man. It's weird, like. No quarterback sees over their line. Your line six five, all of them. I don't care that you know, Brock Osweiler wasn't seeing over that line. You know, so I don't think that has anything to do with it. It's about finding windows and anticipating throws, and I just don't see that out of him yet. Now I do like what they're doing down there. I like McDaniel. Yeah. I think they're on the right trajectory. I think with Hill and and you know they they got Waddle. They got some they got some fast players, man. And I've always I was always a, a believer in uh, Gasicki. I don't know like how how they feel about him, but like I've always liked that guy and. I like Javon Holland. I like several other pieces, but I'm, I can't dance on the Ravens' grave yet. I wish I could. If I could, I would. Believe me, but taking the Ravens. I'm so trying to will the rest of the North to lose this week. Like I don't think there's any chance since he loses, no. but like I'm, I'm trying to will the other yeah. two at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm predicting an AFC sweep this week. I'm like making I'm like making up reasons in my head. Some of them are valid, but some of them aren't. And I'm just like, like, okay, this is the week. Yeah. This is no, where the corners for the Baltimore. That that point's valid. I mean, yeah. Miami has the speed. If two is on his game and he has a good game, they could easily win. But I yeah. think it's going to be one of the ugly ones, and they're going to turn the ball over and bounce passes to people. Yeah, trust me, I'll da- I'll dance on their grave when I can. I just can't do it yet. Just not yet. Just not yet. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I'm with you. Okay, Bucks Saints. This one's interesting because every wide receiver in Tampa is hurt. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which one's going to play and which is not. Yeah. They could be without like four of them. Like, Big Scotty Miller week, boys. Buckle up. <laughs> and this is why they didn't trade Scotty Miller. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they legitimately could be without the, like their top four. Like yeah. it's insane the the, yeah, exactly. the levels of. I'm like waiting for a, a, a healthy Russell Gage too because like I really think he's he's gonna be good in that offense. I just think there's too many injuries there, and I like I don't. They got lucky last week to win, in my opinion. Uh, but I'm I'm just gonna roll with the Saints because I just and I love Tom Brady. And I do think he's the greatest of all time. I think they'll be fine. They're a playoff team. They're contenders. They're all of that. But there's no continuity uh, right now in terms of what he's seen in camp and practice with the wide receivers because they're just missing so much time. I guess it's more familiarity than it is continuity because there is some continuity with the guys returning. But just like I said this about the Browns last week, that Brissett's timing with his wide receivers was off all day. And I wonder if that's going to show up again in New Orleans this weekend. So I'll take the Saints. Everything would say Saints. Like they've, Tom Brady hasn't beaten the Saints since he's been in Tampa, especially playing the Saints at the Saints. You know what I mean? That's like mm-hmm. the, in New Orleans, they're, they're a completely different animal when you play in there. I can't go against Tom Brady. I can't do it. He's got no receivers. I don't know if I'm expecting Antonio Brown to parachute in at halftime <laughs> or what. You know what I mean? But. 
I just can't go against it. So, you know, I'm going to bust that trend, pun intended. Uh, I, I'm going to take the buck in the ears. So, uh, I like I the know, idea. With my hook my crook, what's going to happen? I really, you, I could see him parachuting in at halftime. Yep. That's... <laughs> he would do that. The Commanders and the Lions, man, the Lions dropped 35. I know there was some a little bit of garbage points there, but like they dropped 30. I didn't know they could drop 35. Garbage time or not yeah. there against the Eagles and, and uh, made it really interesting. And I just, every time I look at the Commanders, I remember it's Carson Wentz. I mean, he made a couple of dimes though last week. Like there was a couple of uh, dropping of the arm angles and, and whatnot that I thought were like, oh, that's why Carson Wentz was once paid a lot of money by the Eagles and, and whatnot before all the trades. I want the Lions to be good so bad. I like Dan Campbell. Uh, I really like Aiden Hutchinson being there because I think he epitomizes everything Dan, Dan Campbell stands for. I just can't do it. I'll take the commanders. Yeah, I, I can't call them that. I'm going to sort of call them the football team. I can't get on with the commanders. Um, but, yeah, I'm saying I'm taking the commanders. I'm just I'm going on that defense. And I know the center, uh, uh, Ragnow, I know he's out for the Lions. I know Swift is, like, on the fence of whether he's going to play or not. So I, I, I do. I, I, I like the weapons that they have. Yeah. I like, I, like, I like Dobson a lot. I like McLaurin. You know, I think. But it, for me, it's that defense. I think that defense is going to get it done. I, I actually think they're going to compete for the uh, AFC East. I think they're going to be that other team. It's not going to be Dallas. I think it's going to be in the football team. Yeah, with with Dallas in the situation with Dak, we have no idea what it's gonna what it'll look like when he gets back. Because as soon as he goes, I mean, they weren't playing that well last week at all anyway. No. But it, but then he went down. So it's like. Is that team good enough to, like we talk about with the Browns, I think they're good enough of a roster to win without Watson, as they've shown. I don't know if, if the same can be said in there. So, yeah, I like the I like the fact that Washington could compete in there. The Seahawks and the 49ers, this is a game of two teams that went in the exact opposite direction of what I thought they would do in week yeah. one yeah. Um, last week. And, and the Niners, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it was an absolute monsoon. You can't predict that stuff, man. And, which honestly, that looked like fun to play in. Like it wouldn't no, have been fun would. to sit in. Yeah, not at all. But if you're actually out there sliding around, getting after it, those kind of games always favor the worst team. Yeah, like they they, they slow down the better team every time. In my mind, you know, it's because uh, you can't. It, it becomes a game of simplicity at that point. So your mm -hmm. your grandiose, you know, schemes and ideas and game plan, like it doesn't matter anymore. Like it's not going to work. But I'll take the 49ers. I just think they're they're flat out the better team on every level. Yeah, I'm rolling with Shanny. I, that's, that's kind of the same direction I'm headed. I got 49ers beating the Seahawks. Um, Seahawks coming off a big week win. You know, I mean, that's a big win for them. I think they're going to have like a little bit of a letdown. Uh, we still don't know what Trey Lance is. We just don't know what he is yet. You know, so it's kind of like this. You know, it's the mystery box. It could be anything. It could even be a good quarterback. Who knows? You know, like. But I, I'm until until he shows me he's not it. I'm going to take them. I'm going to get, vote Shanahan on this one. Take Niners. I just I love I do I do got to give Gino quote of the week last week though for that they wrote yeah, me I, off but I didn't write back. I'm yep. like okay. Yeah, that was a good one. 
I still can't get over Monday Night Football being uh, uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. That was that's still the weirdest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Like, I, yeah, they're not supposed to be on that channel. That's weird. All right, Falcons Rams. Uh, the Falcons gave a, a a much bigger fight than I thought they could. The Rams embarrassed themselves. They're gonna be out. They're gonna be out for blood. They're one's a playoff team. One is a top ten pick team in next year's draft. And and I'll take the Rams all day. Yeah, Rams by overwhelming talent. I don't. I, it's just it's it's gonna be a landslide. I don't think. I think they're gonna get up early and it's just gonna be a bloodbath. Like you said, they're gonna be out. They're gonna be out for they. They, to show everybody that what happened last week was more, you know, a blip on the radar than like a trend of what they're going to be. And this yeah. is not to take anything from the Bills. I think the Bills are an, just a unit of a team, man. But, yeah, Rams, Falcons, that's not a contest. I'm not looking forward to the Bills coming to town um, later down the line. Uh, or we're going up there. I don't know. We're going up there. Yeah, we're going yeah up I'm there. confused. I was like, you're wrong. That's the, They're going up there, buddy. All right. <laughs> Cardinals, Raiders, the Cardinals, like I said this, I keep getting fooled. So like, I'll think like, oh, they're not going to be good and then they'll be good and then they'll turn out to be bad. And this time I'm, I'm sticking with, I don't think Kyler Murray is as good as people want to think he is. And then he looked bad, which undoubtedly means he'll be good this weekend. So I'm using, <laughs> I'm using this crazy fan logic. I don't think McDaniel's is a good head coach. I go and look, and I wrote an article about this for, for fan sided. And I said, look at any season in which he is running an offense that is not quarterbacked by Tom Brady. Now his last year in new England last year, they were like top 15 somewhere around there. They were like, but everything else was in the twenties. If Tom Brady wasn't his quarterback, including in St. Louis when they were the 32nd ranked offense in total offense. So he gets some flash in the pan situations whenever he's without Brady, but I'm just, I just don't think he can, he's actually a good offensive mind. I think he's good at putting pieces together and that are then held together by the greatest of all time at quarterback. Like I think it's, it was more that in Bill Belichick than McDaniels. I don't like him as a head coach. I'll take the Cardinals. Well, I looked at the over on this one. I think it was like 51 and a half. Hammer the over in this one. This is going to be no defense played, just track meet up and down the field. I, I think I got the Raiders. I think the Raiders will end up winning, but I think it's just going to be from who has, you know, <laughs> neither of them are good defenses by any means. I think the Raiders will play just slightly better on defense, and Murray will make a couple more mistakes, you know, but I – if you've got a fantasy player in this game, if you got someone on your bench, you know, Waller, Renfro, whoever, man, play them. They're going to, score, they're going to attract me. <laughs> you better put them in that lineup. Uh, Texans traveled to Denver after the dis embarrassment that was Russell Wilson um, not calling a timeout or his head coach calling a timeout, wasting over 30 seconds of clock. Oh, actually, 40 seconds a clock because they yeah. ran it down to the, the um, play clock all the way down and called the timeout and then took it out of the $254 million quarterback's hands to kick a 64 yard field goal. Um, I mean, if they had Cade York, it would have been all right, but I still, I, I just, that um, again, this is a situation where I'm looking at a team that got embarrassed 
not just not because they they lost by one. They got embarrassed by the way they lost, the fashion in which everything went down, and that's all we have heard about all week long. And you know they hear those sorts of things. So I think Russell Wilson goes out and he has himself a pretty good game, and I think the Broncos take care of business. Yeah, I think in this game you're going to see Russell actually establish connections with some of his guys like Cortland Sutton. I think that's going to be something that happens. Um, I, I got I got Broncos winning this one pretty easily. There's a couple of games that you get through here and you're like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, just check boxes yeah. here, here towards the end. I, I mean, I don't have anything to say about the Bengals and Cowboys. I mean, the Bengals are just going to run the score up on them. That's – I just – Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush is the quarterback for Dallas. Come on, man! Like uh, Bengals lucking out right there. And I, I would have favored them even if they had Dak. I would have yeah. still favored the Bengals, especially coming off a Week One loss where, where it was like they they should have won the game and played horribly. Yes. If they have a long snapper, they win that game. Period. Yes. And that's with Burrow turning it over four times. I would bet on him figuring it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm betting on him figuring it out before I'm betting on Cooper Rush. Like, yes, 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 yeah. Hands that's, down. So that's a no-brainer. I think Bengals are going to win that pretty easy. Bears-Packers, that's another one, man. They got embarrassed. The Packers got embarrassed. Uh, they're just flat-out better than the Bears. I love Justin Fields. He just doesn't have a lot to work with over there. Um, Aaron Rodgers may be a weird dude now, but he can still play quarterback. Um, I think he was always a weird dude. We just know more about him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for yeah. that. <laughs> we know way more about him. Way more. So I'll take the Packers uh, minus whatever the points are. Yeah, I think it's going to be a closer game early. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. I think this Bears team, they're going to play hard. I just I think they're, they're not that talented. It is what it is, you know, like over – over time, I think talent will win out. So it'll be close early, but I expect the Packers to pull away in the second half. Titans, Bills, uh, your first of two Monday Nighters, which is weird they didn't do two Monday Nighters last week, but they're doing it this week. And they overlap. Like they're yeah. not starting and one's ending and then the other one starts. It's like one yeah. starts and an hour and a half later when one starts. It makes no sense. How do I, what? I don't even know how that works on TV. I don't. Uh, there must be separate networks. I oh well I don't, I don't that's weird. I don't know. Uh, Titans Bills at seven fifteen on Monday a weird time to kick off a football game but uh, I'm gonna take I'm just gonna take the Bills again. I mean this is another situation yeah. where the Bills are really good and I think the Titans are frauds. Yeah, I don't think the Titans can do anything that's gonna dig them out of this hole with Buffalo. I think Buffalo is just gonna steamroll them. Yeah, you know I don't think I with a team like the Titans if you can get up on them early take them out of their game plan. Yep. Ryan Tannehill is not going to beat you. You know what I mean? He's just not. Yep. And they gave away their best receiver. You know what I mean? Like, I like Traylon Burks long term, but as a rookie, he's not going to be able to carry them, you know? So it's, yeah. it's puzzling. I don't know what moves they're making. It doesn't feel – they've definitely taken a huge step back, in my opinion. Bills by whatever the spread is, plus 10. Yeah, give, give, give it all of them. Uh, Vikings – Eagles, uh, the surprise of the week was the way that – not that the Vikings won because I think they're a good team, but just the way that they won against the Packers. Uh, the the Eagles, man, I they're interesting because they end up letting up some points to the Lions later on in that game, and I'm just kind of like, is that just kind of you had too much of a lead and you didn't have to really worry about things because it, it ends up being – you know, is that a game that looks closer than it actually and really was if you had watched it? Like, you know, so it's one of those weird situations there. But I'm still going to take the Eagles because I, I think the Eagles are really good. 
but I would, if I was actually betting, I wouldn't bet on this game at all because I'm not sure how it's going to roll out. Yeah, when I was looking at the slate, man, this was the most compelling game of all of them for me. I like both the teams. I like, like the directions they're headed. I, I like the, what O'Connell's done to the Vikings offense, uh, definitely utilizing what they what their strengths are. But I'm with you. I'm taking the Eagles. I, I love the Eagles roster. Um, yep. And they just – they're efficient, man. And the way that D plays, that defensive line up front, man, that's gross. You know what I mean? Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox, like that is – that's just – ugh. That's, that's brutal up front, man. And I like, the, I, like their, I like the guys on the back end. I think the Eagles are – I think they're a playoff team, yeah. you know. And the Vikings might be. I think they could be. I think – I know they beat the Packers. I still expect the Packers to win that division. But the Vikings, I think, will be competing for a wild card throughout the year. Yeah, I, li I like the Vikings more than a lot of other people. All right, so we'll talk about it here. The Jets, the Browns, let's break this thing down a little bit. Um, so here's my thoughts overall, and then I'll make my pick, and then and then you can you can give me your keys and, and, and all of your thoughts about it as well. Um, I really like what the Jets have up front. Uh, Rankins and Williams and, and Lawson and Johnson. We've talked about those guys a little bit earlier on. I talked about it the last couple of days or yesterday, I'm sorry, with um, the, the boys at the Jets Way podcast about how talented they are. I have been told, though, that you can exploit those safeties <clears throat> and the linebacking core is, eh, is what I was told, that they're fine. Um, that the defense is ready to play, that Robert Sala has them ready to go, He, but the offense is is just as bad as it comes. So this becomes a situation where it becomes a war of attrition to me. And I think that, listen, they controlled the Ravens' rushing attack. They did, I think. But I don't think the Ravens' rushing attack is Cleveland's rushing attack. I don't know of a league, of a team, that has a better rushing attack. And what I mean is from top to bottom, right? The offensive line, the two running backs, I think you've got three, but one of them was inactive, and I think there's a trade coming, some stuff like that. That's actually going to be – I'm writing about that in my mailbag that I'm yeah. going to do for this. there we go. So, so there's a little selfish plug yeah. there right there. we got to put that one in there. But, you know, they got three running backs – in the scheme, like I tweeted about this because I was watching some other people breaking down the film that see, and I had watched it myself. The the concepts that Callahan and Stefanski come up with in the way that they block and show run action, they show you know this, they zig when you know they zag when everybody else is zigging. That's that's the the phrase, or they zig when everybody else is zagged. What, however you want to do it, they're zig. You know they're. This is what you think they're doing, but they're setting you up so that in the third quarter, they make you think they're going to do it again. And they hit a massive, you know, backside because you cheat and they, they do cut back. They do a counter misdirection. They do all this stuff. It's just beautifully schemed, blocked and executed from every level, including Callahan getting Brissett to throw a block last week. And I thought yep. that was fantastic. Yeah. So I think overall this they're just not – I just don't think the Jets' defense is good enough to hold down the offense considering I don't think the Jets' offense can move the ball in the Browns. I just don't think so. So I think that I think this comes down to a similar thing last week. As long as the Browns don't blow those coverages last week, it's a massive win. They ran almost 25 more plays than the, you know, the Panthers. They had 
double digit more time of possession. I think that same thing plays out. I think the Jets keep it close in the first half. And I think that they just get worn out in the second half and I'll take the Browns, you know, 24 to 13. Okay. Well, if I break it down personnel wise, we're talking about the run game. Quinnen Williams, what he is up front. Now he's the defensive tackle, but he's more of a nose. He lines up He's going to be on poachers all day, yep. but he shades slightly to his right, which will be Betonio. Mm-hmm. That'll be who gets the help. I think that kind of takes them out of the pin and pull schemes. I think mm-hmm. he's going to get enough of a leverage on Pochich that it kind of pushes us back. So I think we need to spread them out with zone. I think that's the move. And their linebackers, they'll take the bait. They are athletic, though. C.J. Mosley, Quan Alexander, they fly around. But if you can get them to overreact, Chubb is his vision. Oh. We talk about a lot of things with him. It's his agility. It's his power. It's his balance. But his vision, his yep. vision for the zone scheme is uh, – he sees lanes before they happen, you know what I mean? And he's on it. And his ability to accelerate through there, he's special. He's special in so many ways. But that's, like, for me, his vision is what separates him from a lot of guys. I think that they can exploit that with the zone scheme this week. I think that's what you're going to see mostly out of Nick. Now, when they bring Hunt in, he's the perfect pen pool guy. That's who he is. He's violent. You know, he's yep. violent with his, his cuts. And I think that you might have more uh, effect in the second half. I think early in the game it'll be hard to run that because Williams is such a bull up front. Yep. No one, I mean, if he was on a better team, we'd he'd be a big name, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm with you. I, I kind of ha- I see this playing out to where I think the Browns kind of get out to an early lead, but it doesn't get out of hand because the off the Browns offense isn't going to explode on you. You know what I mean for a ton of points. Yeah. Um, I will go as far as this. I think defensively. I think the Browns score this week. I think it's going to be a safety. Oh. I, I, I envision 26 to 10. I okay. think you're looking at three touchdowns, a cage work field goal, and the crowd's going to go nuts. And then I think the safety. I think that's the final right there. 26 the, 10. There is not a play that gets me more excited than a safety. Like, I, I mean, because you just don't see them. No. So, it's like a unicorn. You're like a safety. Holy shit. What's that? Like I got real confused when I was younger because I didn't know what a safety was. And so like, I couldn't understand some scores that I saw. And yeah. and then I found out that the seven to three victory that Iowa had, they never scored a touchdown. So I was like, wait, yeah, holy yeah. shit. They had two safeties. Yeah. They, could, they couldn't even That's score super rare right there. You don't see that two safeties in a game. Seven to three. They're like, yeah, they didn't score a touchdown. I'm like, what is going on here? Casey, man, I really appreciate you uh, joining me here. If you want to plug your Twitter and everything else that you got going on so that everybody has an opportunity to check you out. Yeah, man, find me on Twitter if you want to hear my bad football takes on a regular basis uh, at Casey underscore Kenneman. And uh, you can catch me weekly on Sports for CLE randomly. I'll be on there. And you can find all my writing at Dog Pound Daily, man. Also, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's been a blast in here to talk ball. I hope we get to do it again. It's a, it's a great day. I record we record these the night before, so it's a great day. It's a great way to end a Friday uh, and go roll into the uh, weekend of football watching. So, guys, I appreciate you. That's it for this week. I'll be back on Monday. A little bit of a program change for next week because it is a Thursday game, so it's gonna be an accelerated week. So we'll get Monday. Will be the instant reaction to week two. Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, Jim is back. He's been on the show before to uh, preview the Steelers. On Wednesday, Thursday, or uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, will be no show Thursday. And then Friday will be a reaction show and we'll reset for the next week, guys. So I appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon and go Browns.